What up? Shalom. It's Shan up in this thing. She gets a podcast again. Season five, the season of my master number. Your girl is turning 33, so I thought I'd, you know, make my contribution with more directness, more bluntness, more of my Enjoy. What up, y'all? Welcome back to She Gets It Podcast. This is season 46. Ooh, it's hot today. Um, talking about attraction as to potential ain't enough. And it's not enough. It's not enough because it's not enough. It just ain't enough. You know, attractiveness is relative. Depending on who you're talking to, certain people may be more attracted to a person than others. If you're talking to me, who you like is definitely not going to be who I like. Potential is for the judgment of the beholder, okay? What you deem as attractive ain't to me. What potential is to you ain't to me. What will keep most people won't keep me. And that's cool, but you need to know what it is about a person that makes you into them. If you don't know and you latching on to what everybody pushes that you should like, you might find yourself dealing with people that you're really not into. And I'm not into that at all. <laughs> but let's dig into it. Let's dig into that. If you were the airdrop on my voice, let me start by saying, you're welcome. My name is Penrose Eames, host of Penrose Versus Anybody, a show that offers a space for your unapologetic opinion, unapologetic truth, and conversation that we both can learn, grow, and benefit from. Catch me every Wednesday, anywhere that you can catch a podcast. But right now, you're plugged in with Shan and the She Gets It Pop. Allow her voice to bring you in, her truth to wrap you up, and her dopeness to solidify it all. It's the season of her master number. What else did you expect? Let's go. So since you're here, let's just be honest, okay? Let's just be honest. What is actually attractive to you? Man or woman, I'm asking y'all, what's attractive to you? Okay? Think about that. Think about what you imagine the quote-unquote perfect person for you would be like. And then think about the people that you dealt with. Did they measure up? I would say eight or nine out of ten of y'all, men or women, it, that wasn't the case. But we kind of like accepted the person that we had. You know, what was attractive to you ten years ago is probably not it now. Or 15 years ago is probably not it now. You should have changed. Now, if you didn't change, I don't know if you didn't have enough experience. I don't know if you didn't um, explore deeper relationships with people. But that should have changed a little over the years. As you get older, I think your filter should be a lot stronger when it comes to the people you deal with and the people you spend your time with. For me, personally, I miss black women loving their skin. 
I miss black women actually going to the hairdresser and doing their own hair, meaning the hair that grew out of their head, whether they wanted to blow it out, curl it, um, do it in different intricate styles, but it was theirs. It grew out of their head. I miss that. Now, in the late 90s, I started to see weaves and wigs but it was like oh she's wearing a wig because she does this or she's wearing a wig because she's doing that it wasn't like oh I wear this every week I wear this every day this is like my thing and if it was wigs being worn it was like my grandma wore it because she had her hair braided down and she wanted to look good for church she went to church three times a week you know what I'm saying it was that type of wig now people wear wigs and they have long beautiful hair and they hide it people wear wigs because their life is so busy that they don't have time to do their hair people wear wigs because they don't want to deal with natural hair and they but they don't want to chemically process it people wear wigs because they've damaged their real hair and it's so bad that they have to treat it but until they treat it they want to cover it up and wear these wigs and listen wigs are hot as hell I've put on some just to, like, play with it. You know, um, one of my best friends, Chrissy, she'll come over and sometimes she'll have her wigs here and she'll take it off to, like, lay down or whatever. The girls might find her wigs. She left one of her wigs here. I put it on. I'm just like, I don't know how y'all women do it. I'm not wearing no fake hair for the satisfaction of a nigga. I'm just not doing it. But I miss that. I miss when women actually love love like their bodies they love being authentic they loved um wearing clothing that covered up their breast and their butt and their um high thigh now it's kind of like you gotta show it all to prove you got something you gotta look like these girls over here because they're getting all the praise And what's so crazy to me is back in the day, black people got teased about their big lips, their voluptuous bodies, their butts, how they're they're not petite enough. And then now we have women of all different ethnicities getting butt jobs, boob jobs, removing uh, ribs so they can have a, a smaller waist. Um, liposuction, going across seas to get work done, um, changing their nose, changing the, how their ears lay. Uh, it's all types of like just altering of the body going on in order to look quote unquote beautiful or deemed beautiful. The clothing is tight, slim, clingy. I'm just like, women were beautiful back in the day, and they didn't have to dress like this. They didn't have to come out the house looking like this. They were beautiful, and those women today still are beautiful in film and in shows that I see today. And I just don't know what happened between that generation, my generation, um, late 80s babies, and 90s young adults. Like, what is, what is happening? Like, 
do y'all not see the beauty in yourselves? Do y'all, do y'all not care? And when it comes to potential, like somebody has the potential to be shown that less is more. Meaning showing less means more than you show more. Because once you show enough to the world, what is the person that you chose or the person that's choosing you needing to see? You know, what? and I always like, you know what? I have nothing against nobody. If stripping is your thing and you want to strip, strip. If um, making the OnlyFans is your thing and you want to make your money that way, do that. But my thing is like, Everybody changes, everybody grows up, everybody evolves, and one day you're going to want to have kids, and one day you're going to want to have a husband, and one day you're going to want to be in a different career. Are you going to be comfortable when somebody pulls up your pussy lips on the web? Are you going to be comfortable when grandpa's dick can be Googled? Are you going to be comfortable when, uh, you know... Mommy is on page 10 of this website taking screen, cream shots to the face. Like, to me, it's kind of like the potential of you growing out of your negative habits that you had in the past um, compared to now. Eh, I mean, unless they find a way to completely delete that and... and, and, and and uh, have expired lost tapes. That's always going to be there. The internet is forever. I just don't think that... I think there's a fine line between someone being deemed as attractive and having potential to be something more than that. Sometimes your attraction thing is just going to be your attraction thing. A lot of people is not going to see the potential of you being the ultimate wife or the ultimate husband or the um, ultimate father or the ultimate mother because it's just so much shit that you've done in your lifetime and in your past where people feel like they'll be foolish to even think about you in any other light. And that's scary. To me, that's scary. Attractive to me is someone who is accepting of everything that they are and everything that they're not. Um, Someone who's eager to learn. Someone who is very true to themselves. Uh, someone who's real when money ain't there. Slash realness. So if I talk to a person and um, they can't pay for me to go on it, like extravagant trips. They can't um, pay all my bills and fund my, life, my lifestyle. But I genuinely care about this person. I think this person is brilliant. They're hardworking, they're motivating, they're funny, um, they're compassionate, and they're good to people, and they're good to me, and they're doing something for now, but that's not their end goal. I don't see nothing wrong with that. I don't see nothing wrong with that. And people that find something wrong with that are people who need to be by themselves. And usually those people are people where they can't even fund the lifestyle that they're looking to gain. If you can't fund the lifestyle that you're looking to gain, why the fuck are you looking for somebody else to fund that shit? Were they supposed to be your sponsors? 
A lot of people want sponsors to a pretty face that can always be replaced. A lot of people want sponsors to a okay body that can always be replaced. But what about your spirit? What about your personality? What about what about you makes people that actually want you around? Do you make people feel good? Do you do good for others? Um, do you bring something more to the table? Like, come on. People who wake up and just their natural essence is beautiful. I like those people. People who have the ability to do things for themselves alone if they have to. But they don't have to. They choose to are very attractive to me. People who are not insecure about their choices and their decisions on how they live are attractive to me. Like, one thing I always do is I think about Lil Wayne, and this is no shade. I think about Lil Wayne and I say, Chantal, this man, um, I don't even remember his baby mama's name. Her, she's cute, but she's very country. (laughs) He had her. He had um, Lauren London. Cute. You know what I'm saying? He had um, Nivea, cute. Uh, who else did he have? Someone else. And my thing, these girls are cute. They could have dated anybody. But I think the most attractive thing about Lil Wayne is his confidence, his uh, secureness in who he is, and his humbleness in knowing he doesn't have to do what the masses is doing. He on his own shit. You know what I'm saying? And that, to me, is very attractive. So I get it. I may not get the looks, but I get the the confidence and the um, motivation to grind that was very attractive at that time. So I can understand that was a time for them. But there's a lot of people like that. There's a lot of people where their grind is very attractive, their personality is very attractive, um, their stance in life and how they handle business is attractive. But it takes certain individuals to have that. Some people talk big shit and can't back it up. So when it comes to attraction as it is to potential, sometimes it's not enough. Sometimes a man that looks really great, smells really good, and is very popular has a shitty personality or they're stagnant in their mind. And when people are stagnant in their mind in their 20s, I feel like that's acceptable. Your late 20s, you should be trying to clean that up. Your 30s, I'm going to start asking you what the fuck you're doing. Your 40s, if you don't get it by then, you're not going to get it. Like, that's how I look at that shit. And it's not that I feel like I'm better than people. It's not that I feel like um, certain men just won't or certain men just can't. I feel like your decision to always evolve and be better starts before your 20s. And that attitude you carry for life. 
So nobody has to come and tell you what time it is and what you should be on. You should be already in motion and doing that thing. You should always be willing to be the one that's quiet in the room, to observe the room, and pick up on the game that's in the room. You should always be that person. The person that's really the loudest think they've gotten to the highest heights, think they know it all, and think they're ready to battle anybody who thinks they have it. And my thing is, like, don't ever stop learning. Don't ever stop observing because there's always somebody stepping on your heels and feeling like they're coming for your neck. So you got to be more than attractive to me. But attractiveness for me is just not in the face. You got to be intelligent. You got to be open to learning. You got to be open to um, getting constructive criticism. You got to be open to knowing, like, this is an area that you can improve. And do that without having a chip on your shoulder about it. Like, I miss black men who are not afraid to explore uh, prints in (laughs) in their wardrobe and be straight or color in their clothing and not be like, oh, nigga, that's gay. Oh, you saw that, like, listen, men in the past were bigger heels than I wore. Men in the past had biggest, the biggest wide leg pants that I've ever seen. I've never worn wide leg pants like that, but that was a time. Like, I miss the times that people actually took pride in what they left the house in. Like, the men in Milan dress to kill, okay? they. I love looking at them during Fashion Week. They dressed like, if I'm going to die today, I'm going to look good when I'm dying. Like, they look good and they take pride in that. Then you have American men, depending on where you live, they might dress nice. They might smell nice. But for the most, most part, they're in T-shirts, jeans, or sweatpants, or I'm seeing their ass hanging out, or I'm seeing their boxers. Listen to me. Listen to me. If you are over 28 years old of age, men, I do not want to see your boxers. Even when you, li- when you reach up high, if your shirt... Lift up and I can see your belly button. Your shirt is too small. I don't give a fuck if it's an undershirt. I shouldn't have to see it. I don't want to see your underwear. If you have on a belt, I'm not understanding why you keep having to lift your pants up. A man that is okay finding the right size pants for him and the right size shirt for him is a win. I know men who are buying smaller shirts to have the fake appearance of them having muscles. You don't have muscles. You got fat stuff in a shirt. There's a difference. I know nipples that are attached to pecs versus nipples that are attached to man titties. There's a difference. Get a bigger shirt. It is okay. And I'm not discriminating because I do like a comfy Buddha to rest my head on and rub on. I don't have no problem with that. But what I do have an issue with is stomachs that look like you 10 months pregnant and you are not in the position to to carry a child, sir. I'm not understanding. And let's put it like this. 
Men, y'all like to talk about what type of woman y'all not about to put up with. Let's talk about the fact that if a woman wants to marry you and spend the rest of her life with you and grow with you and have a family, no woman logically, if she wants to marry you, needs a man that's stuck on smoking more than five times a week. Um, I'm not even talking about daily doses. I'm talking about no woman wants a man not concerned with his health, not concerned with him, how he eats, and uh, when was the last time he went to the doctor. No woman wants a man who needs to drink every day. You're not about to leave me a widow, sir. Not with these kids, sir. So there, there is... Boundaries that people need to have already before they agree to be in a relationship versus, uh, oh, they got to be cute. You know, they got to have, like, nice feet. I, I'm digging deeper. Can they handle a budget? Can they handle finances? Are they already investing in um, their child's future as far as, like, investing in property? Instead of buying clothes and wanting to go on these elaborate elaborate, uh, credit card trips. Can you fund your whole vacation without swiping a credit card? And still pay for your bills when you get home and not fret for the next three weeks so you can get back on track with payroll. Like that is, is a level of attractiveness that I am like curious about. Because... Going on vacation, funding a trip because you done put in OT is cool. But have you ever funded a trip for the whole family and they ain't never had to worry about how I'm going to pay off this credit card? Or how the mortgage at home going to get paid? Or I, I, I took all these days off to go on vacation and I missed some potential work. Like, that's a different mind frame. That is a vacation for people who can actually allow their minds to be on vacation with their physical. That's attractive to me. So the potential to be great versus what's actually attractive, you got to think about what's attractive to you. And that's all I'm saying. And you can tell the times are changing because the music has changed. You used to be able to feel R&B music. Now we rarely, we rarely hear good R&B music being played. Okay? Like, you have a few here and there, but it's not nothing consistent. So I'm always going back to music that my parents listen to. I'm always going back to music that most of my friends' uh, dads are listening to or their moms are listening to because... That's what I feel. That's what makes me think about good people that I have in my life and good feels when I'm in love with a person. But ain't nobody current making me feel that. The current R&B is really talking about their drama trauma in relationship with someone that has good pussy or good wood. And that's limiting. But we're not about to talk about R&B music. But I just wanted to talk about your attraction level and your potential level. Sometimes it's not going to be it. You got to step up what that is as you get older. 
you know quiet money to me is the best type of money to have because you could go anywhere nobody's gonna point you out nobody's gonna invade your personal space nobody's gonna come up to you while you out with your husband or your wife or your kids and be like can I get an autograph can I get a listen I want quiet money if I let me (laughs) be in manifestation mode when I reach my millions the only people I want to know that I've I'm I've reached my millions is my accountant, my um, personal assistant, my husband, and um, my financial advisor, and, and my my bank. That's it. Like, there's a lot of quiet money out here, and I understand why they quiet. Because people don't know how to act when they know you got money. So when it comes to your potential and attraction, sometimes it's just not going to be enough, depending on where you are at with yourself and what you're aiming for. But if you get that shit all together, you'll be fine. You'll be good. Trust me. You ain't going to have nothing to worry about. And that's all I wanted to talk about today. I hope you guys... um. Have a great night and um, be more aware of what it is that you find attractive and why you do so you don't waste your time. Peace. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. If you liked it, please follow. Please add it in your rotation. Please leave a review on Apple Podcast app or Google Podcast app or Anchor app. You can leave a voicemail. I appreciate it. Please share it and follow me on all the platforms, Twitter, IG, Facebook. She gets a pod. I'm out. Peace.